thousand yards and nine and a half. Yep. I say uh, over on the rushing. I think the touchdowns right there. You think his touchdowns right there? Gonna be at that number? Yeah, I think maybe. Yeah. Nine and a half. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna push at nine and a half. He's gonna get a half touchdown somewhere along the line. Russian, some of the straight Russian. Yeah, straight Russian. Yeah. Nine and a half touchdowns. He's gonna get a half touchdown. No, nine touchdowns. So you're going under. Yes. I just said nine touchdowns. You, you. Yeah, I know you said you were pushing. You have to go back and listen to what you were saying there. Welcome to the Flex. Now broadcasting from the Fantasy Sports Studios, here are your hosts of the flagship podcast, Chris Jakes and Jeff Kelly with Norm Big Worm Snyder. Welcome to the Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Chris Jakes alongside Big Worm. Jeff Kelly still out in Detroit. Worm, how you doing, man? Doing good. How you doing? I'm good. Please subscribe to the show. Leave us a review. Take a screenshot when you leave a review and email it to theflex at fantasysportsstudios.com. When you leave a review, take a screenshot and email it to theflex at fantasysportsstudios.com to be entered in this quarter's The Flex Fantasy Football Prize Pack. And this prize pack includes the Flex Fantasy Football Fan Kit along with a 2018 Dallas Cowboys Ezekiel Elliott home jersey. The screenshot of reviews ends June 6th. Use that same email address, theflex at fantasysportsstudios.com to send us your mailbag questions as well. It's the Flex 2018 Fantasy Football Running Back Show. We got the running back rankings on tap today. Also on the show today, we got on the hot seat for better or worse. What to watch, who to watch, over, under, buy, sell, hold, and of course, we got that mailbag. Early next week, we're going to release the 2018 The Flex Fantasy Football preseason wide receiver rankings, followed by the top 200. Hopefully, Jeff will be back in time for that one. But I don't know, man. It just keeps getting longer and longer. His little right. stay away. <laughs> NFL News. Brandon Marshall signs a one-year deal with the Seattle Seahawks. And Warren, we speculated earlier at the beginning of free agency that Seattle and Green Bay were both good destinations, good fits for either Marshall or Dez. Yeah. How do you think Marshall's going to pan out there in Seattle? I think it's going to help Doug Baldwin out. You think he's going to make the team? Who, Marshall? Yeah. No, it wasn't. What other receivers they got in Doug Baldwin? I think we could make the team with how shitty their wide receivers are. (laughs) It's a possibility. That might be like, yeah. <laughs> so with Marshall in Seattle, what is he now in the realm of fantasy football? What is he to you? Maybe a bi week fill in. Yeah. What's his ceiling? I think his ceiling is probably maybe low end wide receiver too. I think Marshall. Hmm. To me, at best, he's a wide receiver three. I do think he's going to have some productive weeks, more so in standard leagues than PPR leagues. But I think he's a guy that Seattle will be forced to use in close, like in goal line and goal to go situations, third down and sevens even. A guy that can move the chain, just running short intermediate routes. He's not the same player, clearly, as he was just a few years ago. I mean, shit, 2015, I think, was his last big year, wasn't it? Yeah. 2016, he took a kind of a hit. Although the quarterback play, I kind of thought was to blame there. And then with the Giants, man, I really had high hopes for him last year. And that whole Giants offense and team as a whole just looked terrible. Very. So if I want to give him a stat line here, I think they're going to kind of use him in Seattle like the way they used Jimmy Graham last year. I think he's going to be a touchdown guy. I could see maybe 50 catches, 600 yards, six touchdowns, something like that. Hmm. So now that Marshall has a home and Dez is still homeless, where do you think Des Bryant ends up now? You think he's going to go to the 49ers with that talk that's been in the news recently? I think that'd be a good fit for him. I guess uh, I don't know where he's going to go. I think it'd be a good fit too, actually. That'd be good for Garoppolo. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because Pierre Garçon, what's he, 32, 33? I know he's old, isn't he? He's been around for a while. Local yeah, guy. He, he's, because he was in there with the Colts in that Super Bowl run. 
Yeah, he was on the Colts. He was it was him and Austin Cauley back in two thousand nine yeah. to go along with Reggie Wayne back then. And oh wait, Marvin Harrison was still on that team in 09, wasn't he? I don't think so. Oh, was so he already catching the gun charge? Did he catch that? I think he already caught the gun charge. I think he caught that that season, yeah. Phillip Rivers in the news. Is he? Yeah, talking about something that I mentioned with you when we first heard the news of Hunter Henry torn ACL out for the season, and that's bringing Antonio Gates back. Rivers, all for it, wants Gates to come back one more season. Gates wanted to come back at the end of last season. So do you think Gates is going to make a return now? Have you changed your mind on that one? I don't think he is. I think he, I think he I didn't resign him, but I think he feels kind of salty about it. Yeah, I think he might be a little salty, but I also think that Philip Rivers is a guy that can talk him into it. Those guys have been together for a long time. I think old man Gates comes out of uh, senior living for 16 weeks and uh, shows up there in Los Angeles for the Chargers this year in 2018. And you know what? I think he's going to be... I think he's going to be... I think him... I think Gates and Marshall are going to have similar production if Gates comes back. 50, 600, six touchdowns. See, but that's good for a tight end. It is. And there's no Hunter Henry to compete with him. Yeah. I think it'll I think it's gonna work out for him. Kareem Hunt says he's working on his receiving game. He wants to be like a Le- Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson type of player now. And the Chiefs want him to be that. The Chiefs want to get him so somewhere between sixty to seventy catches for the season. What did he get last year? Uh, last year, he had 53 catches, 455 yards, three touchdowns. Oh, so he's already a pretty good pass catcher. Yeah, he is. He is. But I guess he's trying to enhance that. He's trying to be able to play like like motion over to the slot type of thing. Yeah, trying to become like an elite dual threat running back. Okay. And yeah, nice. he can definitely do it. Yeah. But um, the reasoning for KC wanted to get him more involved in the passing offense, like you said, slot wide receiver, lining him up different areas, different spots as well to get him in open space is what they said, is because they want Kareem Hunt to be the security blanket for Patrick Mahomes, his first year starting this year. Hmm. So it makes sense. Does that, with all that said though, does that move the needle at all for you for Kareem Hunt in PPR leagues? Yeah. It does for me a little bit too. A little bit. I mean, look at even Deuce Staley, who wasn't really the, a guy known for his hands. Hell of a running back, though, back in the day. Yeah. Caught 70 passes one year. LaShawn McCoy, when he was in Philly with Andy Reid, he's caught 70 passes. I think Kareem Hunt clearly can catch 70 passes. He already had 53 last year with Alex Smith. Granted, Alex Smith played out of his mind last year. I think Kareem Hunt's poised for a huge PPR season. I might have to adjust my rankings here, but um, yeah. I'm not going to adjust them right now today. I'm going to keep it how I got them. But yeah, he's definitely a guy on the rise. That's for sure. Other news in on real quick. Doug Martin wants to bounce back in Oakland. He wants this to be his bounce back year, kind of reset himself, turn his whole disappointment of the last few years. He wants to turn the whole thing around, man. He wants to re- rehab himself in Oakland, become a viable starting running back in the league once again. And offensive coordinator Greg Olson says, Doug Martin's got some fresh legs. And I'll say this, man. Fresh legs, they go a long way. When you got Lynch, Marshawn Lynch back there, whose legs are more beat than Rick James at a Murphy house. Fuck your couch, nigga. His legs is like linguine. They said another game, you niggas money. You don't know how to appreciate shit. You know you get another couch. What am I going to do about my legs? Some other news real quick. And this one, I kind of got a little chuckle out of man the other day. ABC, this is non-sports related, by the way. ABC immediately cancels the show Roseanne after a racist, a racist tweet is sent out through the social media platform Twitter. Yeah, I've seen that. Which brings me to this. Which is better? What's your favorite white trash TV show of all time? Favorite white trash TV show? Favorite white trash TV show. What you going with? Like Married with Children. You got Roseanne. I don't know if All in the Family would be considered white trash or not. I guess today would be considered that because everybody's so damn PC. Would the Simpsons be considered white trash? Oh, yellow. Yeah, you're right, though. Simpsons are yellow. Oh, Family Guy. That would be considered white trash, though. Uh, would it? I think it's a pretty white trash family. No, I mean, the dude, dude's retarded in at least 10 episodes. Well, excuse me for being retarded. Yeah. Oh, I've got one. I know what my favorite is. Oh, I got one now. Favorite white trash TV show. What you got? My name is Earl. I got shoulder humped by a Doberman. To completion. 
Okay. I'm going to go. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. That's a pretty damn white trash show. Yeah. You're putting the cheese in the rat traps? Yes. Can I smell your mouth? Why? You were eating the cheese, weren't you? Out of the rat traps. No. Well, yes. I mean, I was eating the old cheese to test it, see why the rats weren't eating it. All right, let's go on the hot seat. On the hot seat. Which running backs are on the hot seat heading into OTAs? Who are some incumbent starters that you think are going to lose their jobs once they get through the preseason into the regular season? Did Lamar Miller, maybe? Okay. I agree with you on that. I let You know I love Deontay Foreman. I know you do. Yeah. Marlon Mack. Uh, Garrett Blunt. Who's going to take the job away from Marlon Mack? Your boy, um, Nahum, how do you say his name? Oh, Naheem Hines? Naheem Hines. I think he's going to get it. Mm, I think he's going to have a role. I think he's going to be a third down back. Though. I think Marlon Mack will be the first or second down guy. Mm, some AJP Ryan. I think guys probably end up starting. I agree there, too. I think Marshawn Lynch is on the hot seat. I think Doug Martin's going to come in. I think Doug Martin's going to probably overtake Lynch. I think Lynch is going to be kind of like what Jerome Bettis was back in 2004 when the Steelers brought a guy we just talked about, Deuce Staley, over from Philadelphia. Deuce was the guy. He was the main running back there for a couple of years before Willie Parker was drafted by the Steelers. Bettis was just the, the plotter, man. He was the end zone guy. He was the guy that scored like double-digit touchdowns and probably had double-digit carries for the season. And I think Marshall Lynch is kind of going to go the way of Jerome Bettis back in 04, 05, because I think Doug Martin, like they said, fresh legs. I think fresh legs does go a long way. Isaiah Crowell, I think he's his ass on the hot seat. Marlon Mack, I, th- I think you're right, though. I think he could definitely be on there. I mean, he's a guy you can't really trust yet. Peyton Barber, I think he's a guy on the hot seat as well because they drafted Ronald Jones pretty high. And Ronald Jones, I kind of like him a lot, too, heading into training camp in preseason. Same. Yeah. Let's go to this one here. For better or worse? For better or worse? Saquon Barkley will finish as RB7 in PPR scoring 2018. Better. Better than that, yeah? I got him ranked six right now. Oh, I can't wait to get these rankings then. I'm going to hold. I'm going to push right there, man. I'm going to say it's right there because I have him finishing right at RB7. Number two. Kenyon Drake finishes as RB13. I think right there. Push. I'm going to go worse. You got like 15 or 16? Mm, we'll get to where he's at. But yeah, I think he's going to be... I don't think he's going to crack the top 13. Frank Gore being there. Kalen Balage. Drake is a guy that I'm a little worried about. Are you worried about Drake at all in 2018? Not really. I love his talent, man. I think he's a hell of a running back. I don't trust the Miami Dolphins. Let's just say that. I don't trust Miami at all. And I definitely don't like Frank Gore being there. He definitely mucks up the situation over there in Miami. All right, next one. CJ Anderson finishes as RB22, better or worse? Worse. I'm going to go better. Of course. But only by, uh, only by a little bit. Only slightly. Actually, one spot. Slightly, slightly more. Uh, all right, Darius Geis finishes as the second best rookie running back. Worse. Who do you got finishing ahead of Darius Geis? Obviously, Saquon Barkley. Saquon, uh, Freeman. Royce oh, Freeman, Jones. you got ahead of him? Yep. Okay. And Jones. Who? Ronald Jones. But you got Ronald Jones, too. Yeah. Okay. I've got Darius Geis... As the second best. So I'm going to say push on that one too. I'm going to push him. I got him right there. Second best running back among rookies behind Saquon Barkley. Next one. LaShawn McCoy finishes as RB9. Worse. He's going to be outside the top 10? Yeah. I agree. Not crazy about that offense. AJ McCarron, small sample size when he played in Cincinnati. It's very reminiscent of... What's that dude's name, man? Uh, what the hell? Through came in for Aaron Rodgers through five touchdowns against Matt the Patriots. Flynn. Matt Flynn, yeah, Matt Flynn. How the hell did that work out? Balled out, he got paid. Yeah, he did. He did. Seattle was the last team he was on. One before, and then he returned to Green Bay. But Seattle, their year 2012, when they drafted Russell Wilson, Matt Flynn was slated to be the starter there in Seattle, and he just shit the bed. Well, he didn't even make it out. Russell Wilson came in, beat him out in camp. 
AJ McCarron be better than Matt Flynn. I'll say that, but it's hard to trust that offense with McCarron, Kelvin Benjamin, LaShawn McCoy. Those aren't three cornerstones to any offense that I would like to have on my team. Definitely not. All right. Next one. Over under 14 and a half total touchdowns for David Johnson. Over. I agree. I'm going over as well. I think he's going to be the featured guy in the Arizona Cardinals offense. He's going to be the guy that everything evolves around or revolves around. Be like 30 touches a game. I would not be surprised if he gets Every that Every week. <laughs> yeah. They're going to run his ass into the ground. That dude is going to be the military man. But yeah, by air or by lands, they're just going to, oh man, pound the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. Fresh legs. Fresh legs. No <laughs> doubt. 11 carries last year. <laughs> Next one. 1,100 rush yards and 499 receiving yards for Le'Veon Bell. 11, you say 1,100? 1,100. 400? 499. Let me go over. Going over on both? A little bit by receiving yards, probably by the hundred. Yeah, over both. I'm going under on the rush yards. I'm going to go over on receiving yards. I can see Bell getting around, say about that, a little over a thousand yards rushing. I think he's probably going to get about six hundred yards receiving. I was thinking maybe like maybe like twelve hundred rushing. Yeah, I mean he could if he gets like four hundred plus carries like it did last time or touches. I'm still really worried about Le'Veon Bell. All right, next one. 1,000 rush yards and nine and a half touchdowns for Melvin Gordon. 1,000 yards and nine and a half? Yep. I say uh, over on the rushing. I think the touchdown's right there. I'm going to go over on both. You think his touchdown's right there? Going to be at that number? Yeah, I think maybe, yeah. Nine and a half? Yeah? Yeah. So he's gonna, you're going to push at nine and a half. He's going to get a half touchdown somewhere along the line? Rushing. Some of this right rushing? Yeah, straight rushing. Yeah. Nine and a half touchdowns. He's going to get a half touchdown. No, nine touchdowns. So you're going under? Yes. I just said nine touchdowns. You, you. Yeah, I know. You said you were pushing. You'll have to go back and listen to what you were saying there. All right. 13 and a half games played by Dalvin Cook. Plays all 16. I agree. I don't think they're going to overwork him either. I think Latavius Murray is actually going to have a role at the beginning of the season. I think they're going to spell him. I, th- I think Dalvin Cook's going to get around 15 touches a game. 15 That's to it? 20. 15 to 20. Yeah. When beginning of the year. Oh, I think the whole season. He's going to average between 15 to 20 touches a game. It's mm. not a lot. I think it's what he's going to have to handle. I think he's kind of built like Jamal Charles, and uh, I don't think they want to risk losing him again for the season. When, when he got hurt, it really wasn't like a. Oh, Jamal Charles, same thing, man. He used to tear UCLs left and right, literally left and right all the time. And similar build, non contact or contact, either way. Jamal Charles and Dalvin Cook are kind of one and the same as far as their build. I'm a little worried about Dalvin Cook, too. Two guys that I'm kind of worried about right now for 2018 are Dalvin Cook and Le'Veon Bell. Next one. 69 and a half receptions, 799 yards for Christian McCaffrey over under. How many receiving yards? 799. I'm going to push it receiving yards. No, I think that's what he gets right around that. I'm going over on both. I think he gets over 70 catches. I think he's going to eclipse 800 yards. I think he's going to have a hell of a season there. He's going to do all that with CJ Anderson, Anderson being top 20? Yep. Mm. Yep. Seems like, a, seems like a lot. Yeah. What is Cam going to have? Nothing? No, Cam will get something. But this is all receiving here for Christian McCaffrey. I mean, dude eclipsed these numbers last year. Christian McCaffrey last year, 80 catches, 651 yards, five touchdowns. On the ground, he only had two touchdowns rushing, 435 yards rushing. Yeah, I'm liking uh, him to surpass both of those. All right, next one here. 999 yards rushing and nine and a half touchdowns for Rashad Penny. Under. I agree. I'm going under on both. But, uh, that Seattle line is terrible. The offense, even with Brandon Marshall, what... Doesn't really change a whole lot. Still pretty, pretty weak. I'm going to say Rashad Penny probably gets around 700 yards rushing, maybe six, seven touchdowns. Next one here, Deion Lewis will average 11 and a half fantasy points per game for the season. Over or under that? PPR. Over. I agree. Going over. Not too difficult on that one. Next one, Marlon Mack 
Over under 850 yards rushing, eight and a half touchdowns. Under. I'm going over on the yards rushing. I think he's going to get over 900. I'm going to go under on the touchdowns, though. I think only about seven touchdowns for Marlon Mack. Next one. 1,100 rush yards, 10 and a half touchdowns for Jordan Howard. Over, over under. Over. Going over on both. How many yards? Give me a stat line for Jordan Howard. 1,300 yards rushing. It's about 400 receiving. Let's say about 15 touchdowns. I'm high on Howard this year. I think Nate is going to do a great job working with him in the Chicago Bears offense. You got Mitch Trubisky, who's going to, I believe, is going to take a step forward this year. And I like Howard a lot. I think he's going to tear it up this year. And we'll, get to, we'll see where I have Matt in the rankings. All right, last one here for this one. Last year, Alvin Kamara finished with 81 catches for 826 yards, five touchdowns. Over under 74 and a half catches for Alvin Kamara. 74? Yep. He had 100 targets last year. Oh, that's a lot of targets a game. That's a lot for a receiver. I mean, I for, a receiver, for a running back. Yeah, it is. I didn't realize he had that much. Did you? No, I didn't realize because he didn't really start playing until after, after AP got traded. Yeah. Over. So through the first four weeks of the season, he had 10 catches for 76 yards for the first four weeks. His first big week came in week five, October 1st, 2017, against Miami. Yep, Miami Dolphins. <laughs> in a 20 to nothing victory over the Miami Dolphins, Kamara had his kind of breakout receiving game 10 catches, 71 yards, and a touchdown. And after that, man, he just never really looked back. He was averaging about five to six catches a game after that. It's nice. If you project that out throughout the course of the season, He's going to surpass it. I'm going to go over. Over yeah, 74 and a half. It's not yeah. over. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. Especially to, it's a now. Lot. No, I mean, you got no Mark Ingram for four weeks. You don't. The only reason why I think about Alvin Kamara possibly going under is just the addition of Cameron Meredith. I think he's going to be pretty solid. You got Ben Watson, who has had a good fantasy season in the past with Drew Brees. He's returning there. But yeah, Alvin Kamara, dude's pretty damn special. Much as I hate to admit because I don't really like Alvin Kamara, to be honest with you. You don't? I think he's kind of a douchebag. But uh, dude's damn good, though. The Fantasy Stock Market. Buy. Sell. Hold. Buy. Sell. Hold. Number one. Sony Michelle should be drafted as an RB2. Sell. I want to sell. He shouldn't be drafted as that. I think he could possibly become an RB2 throughout the season. But no, you're not going to be drafting him as an RB2. I hope not. Yeah, unless there's like a shitload of injuries that just happened over the preseason. But damn, that's the only way I could see Sonny Michelle being drafted as an RB2. All right, next one, number two. Jarek McKinnon in the Kyle Shanahan offense will finish as a top 12 fantasy running back in PPR leagues. I'm buying it. I'm selling it. Why are you buying Jarek McKinnon there? I just like him in that offense. <laughs> What I don't like about Jarek McKinnon is that this dude cannot really run the ball very well. Minnesota has a decent offensive line, and Jarek McKinnon, he just struggles to be productive running the ball. I mean, catching the ball in the backfield is great. I think he's close to 12. But like I've said before, there's a lot of guys in that backfield now. You got Joe Williams coming back. So you got Matt Breda. Mm, I don't know. Not liking Jarek McKinnon to finish as an RB12. All right, next one. Mm. Buy, sell, hold. Drafting Alex Collins in round three. <laughs> we, we all know where Jeff's going on this. <laughs> I'm going to sell that. Never would I dare to draft him in the third round. No, I, I'm selling it too. I would not draft Alex Collins in, that, in the third round. I wouldn't take him until probably five, six. five or six. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, Kenneth Dixon. Alex Collins is another guy that kind of worries me. I think Kenneth Dixon is still going to have a role in that Baltimore Ravens offense. Missed all of 2017. Coming back, he's got the fresh legs, no doubt. Alex Collins has some fresh legs too, by the way. But still, Kenneth Dixon is going to be a factor. Next one, drafting Derrick Henry in round three. Here we go, Jeff shouting at the radio right now. Yeah, yes, yeah. bye, bye. Go ahead. Like round two, what are you talking about? That's a, that's a still round three. Right, no, right. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't draft him. That's a still. 
Yeah, I'm going to sell that too, especially with Deion Lewis going there during free agency. I can't, I can't draft Eric Henry before round six or seven. I, I feel worse about Henry than I do about Alex Collins. I think. Yeah. Just because I know for a fact Deion Lewis is going to have Touches. a Got significant to. role there. Got to have because. I mean, they're paying that man $20 million plus. Yeah. Yeah. This is something you don't do. You don't pay somebody not. You, you waste your money. Yeah. And no matter who the hell the coach is in Tennessee, they all just want to give Derrick Henry. They don't want to give him the full load, man. They don't want to take the chains off of Derrick, Derrick Henry. They want to just. They don't. <laughs> no, they want to keep that, mo, that mofo locked up. Just ball and chain, man. Next one here, Mark Ingram finishing 2018 as an RB2. Finishing RB2? Mm-hmm. I could buy that. I'm going to sell it. It's already going to miss the first four games. I think there's going to be a lot of good running backs this year in 2018. Yeah, I agree. Barring health. Yeah. yeah. I think he's going to finish just outside the top 20 of fantasy running backs in 2018 at the end of the year. Now, when he comes back, see, Mark Ingram's a guy to me that right now I think is going to be a steal in drafts because yeah. people are going to avoid him because of the four-game suspension and you got the bye week right after that. So he'll come back week five, then week six, they have a bye week. So you're missing a lot of time with him. But if you can withstand him being gone for that suspension and that bye week, you're going to be looking pretty damn good come fantasy playoffs. Yeah. And for that reason, if I can get him in round eight, I'm doing it. Yeah, this thing... you. You have a decent core. I mean, you you could throw throw him in in the flex, and then yep. you'll be good to go. Be good to go. Championship run, unless he does a one eighty and just shits the bed all over himself, just shits all over himself, and Camaro just runs away with the job. I don't see that happening. It's I think Camaro still get more of the bulk, but I still think I think it'd be like, kind of like last year. I agree with you that I agree with back. you too. Yeah, and uh, I think Camaro is going to do more damage through the air. Ingram probably get a few more carries a game when he comes back, but I think overall touches. I think Kamara has the lion's share of the workload. Yeah, there. yeah, for sure. All right, next one here: a thousand rushing yards and nine touchdowns for Denver Broncos rookie running back Royce Freeman. I'm buying it. Damn, buying over on both, or buying a thousand yards and nine touchdowns on on Royce Freeman, both of them. Both I'm stats. It, yeah, I think he's going to be the, the the hunt this year. Oh, damn. I'm going to sell it. I'm going to sell it. I'm going to go under 1,000, under nine for Freeman. Freeman isn't a guy that really impressed me when I watched tape of him. He's got a great situation, though. No de- no denying that. Um, I really think Denver should have taken Nick Chubb in the second round. Or... End of the first, I mean, when they uh, when Baltimore oh, traded up with yeah, Philly, because Philly was chopping that pick. Philly was chopping that draft pick at 32. I think Denver should have come up there and taken Nick Chubb or maybe Geis, because Royce Freeman. He's in every know. down back every year, every every year in college. Yeah. So, I mean, I think he's equipped for it. Yeah, and he's a good, you he's could a be good right. pass catcher. You could be right, yeah. All right, next one. Kareem Hunt leads the NFL in rushing yards this season. No. Led the league last year in rushing. Yeah. Where was, because, was Kelly, how many games did he play? You'd like Elliott to lead the league this year? Yeah, I like Elliott to lead the league this year. Man, that's tough. I, I'm debating between Ezekiel Elliott, Jordan Howard, and Todd Gurley for rushing leaders this year. I think, I think all the three of those guys are going to be one, two, three in some, yeah, some yeah. order. I think I agree with you on that. Yeah. All right, next one here. Todd Gurley finishes 2018 as RB1. He was RB1 last year. I guess I got to sell it because I got Dave, I got somebody else number one. Okay. Um, I mean, it's not like you, it's not like he can't happen. So it's not like. No, of course. Yeah. No, like I'm like, hey, yeah. I'm going to buy it. I think the offense is going to be high powered, man. They're really, they really just rehamped, rehamped. The L.A. Rams really just revamped that whole team, offense and defense. But on offense, man, even Ekeep Tlaib and some of these guys over there, man, just saying that this offense in 2018 is going to be crazy. 
because they're saying there's things that they've, they've never seen before that are being run in practice right now in OTAs. <laughs> things ain't seen before? Like what? I don't know. He didn't go in specifics. <laughs> it's a keep to leave, so take it for what it is. You know what I mean? I mean, dude's not like a road scholar or anything. You know, dude's got gold grill and sounds like um, the crackhead from that movie. Uh, Friday After Next, the third installment of the Friday series, the Christmas one, the crackhead Santa. That's well, who Akeem Talib reminds me of. You know what I'm talking about, right? The yeah, blue Ricky jersey. Smiley. Yeah, Ricky Smiley. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like a cross with him and Cat Williams for that movie, the Little Pimp. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's that's who Akeem Talib is. He's like, a, he's like, if those two banged and had a baby, if those two fucked and had a baby, that baby would be Akeem Talib. All right, next one. Ezekiel Elliott has more receptions and receiving yards than Terrence Williams, teammate, wide receiver. <laughs> I'm going to buy it. I'm buying that too, man. <laughs> I'm buying it. I'll buy it. Yep. <laughs> I'm there with you, man. But you know what? Hitting on Todd Gurley real quick. I'm going to sell RB1. There's too many. Now, now that I'm thinking about it, there's too many mouths to feed there with that high powered offense too many miles i'm gonna sell girly right now for rb1 all right yeah i'm gonna buy that though in ezekiel elliott terrence williams sucks garbage give me elliott mm-hmm. all right last one here carlos hyde will be consistent top 15 running back all season long it's a question Buying that, selling that, or selling it? Yeah, it's a real question. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm selling that too. I think he's going to be a top 15 running backs probably at least six, seven weeks. Though I think he's going to have some decent weeks there. I think Cleveland's going to be a pretty damn good team in 2018. I think they're going to win about seven or eight games. That's a huge jump from going one and 31 the last two years. True. I don't know. Unless Nick Chubb comes in. I think well, then everything's effed. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm selling it. He's not going to be a consistent top 15 running back. No way. All right. What to watch. He's watched more men sweat than an Amish plantation. What to watch? Give me five running backs to watch in training camp. Who are five running backs you're intrigued that you want to see how they perform in training camp and preseason heading into draft season? Not in order. Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. Love him. Kenyon Drake. Jay Ajahi. Oh, I like that one. Ronald Jones. And guys. Nice. So we only have one that are the same here. So I'm going to give you my five to watch in 2018 preseason and training camps. Training camps and preseason. No particular order. I got Sony Michelle. I want to see how they use him in game three of the preseason for sure. I want to see how he looks. Darius Geis. Kenneth Dixon for Baltimore. Mm. And for Darius Geis, I think he's going to walk in and be the starter right away. Samaj P. Ryan, Rob Kelly, they're kind of the basic bitch at running back. You know, nothing really special about them. They're kind of similarly built. I like Rob Kelly more so than Samaj P. Ryan, but Rob Kelly, thick Rob, formerly known as Fat Rob, I just think he needs to go to a different situation. I don't think it's going to pan out for him there in, in D.C. Uh, so Kenneth Dixon, like I said, this is a guy I'm really intrigued by. I want to see how he comes back from... I want to see how, they, how they're going to use him when he comes back. I want to see how the Ravens are going to use Kenneth Dixon because they were really starting to feed him a lot in 2016. And dude looked pretty damn good. He can catch out the backfield. He can run the ball a little bit. I want to see how that's going to work out because Alex Collins, like we've touched on before, has a fumbling history and he's never really had an opportunity. It's a small sample size. doesn't have the pedigree. So I want to see Kenneth Dixon. Another guy I want to see is Marlon Mack. As of now... It's either him, Chris and Michael, or other boy from uh, Seattle. Name escaping me right now. How many Seattle running backs they got? Fuck. Hold on. Who's the other guy? He played there last year, too. Uh, last couple of years. What the fuck am I forgetting? Lynch's backups for so long. Chris and Michael and... I forget. 
Oh, fuck, man. I know who it is, but I can't think of who it is. Yeah, same here. It starts with an R. I just can't fucking remember. Off top. Okay. Let me recap that. All right. So, more than Mac is a guy I want to see because it looks like he's going to be the starter now. They didn't bring anybody else in after Frank Gore left. Well, they did draft Naheem Hines, who I do like a lot, too. It's not the guy I want to see, by the way. But uh, Naheem Hines, I think, is going to be the third down back. More than Mac, first two down back. And he's going to beat out Robert Turbin, Chris and Michael as well. So, yeah, more than Mac is a guy I want to see. The last guy I want to see here in this top five to see what to watch. Joe Mixon. I want to see how Joe Mixon is going to do for Cincinnati now that Jeremy Hill's gone and Geo's officially just the third down back only. He's not doing one and two down anymore. I got big things for Mixon. I'm wondering. I'm wondering because I didn't really see it last year. I had some high hopes for him when a couple of games when Jeremy Hill was out and all that and didn't really see anything yet. Nah, it's just he would have big play, then you wouldn't see him ever again. You never saw him second half that much, that's for sure. No, they, they, I like fourth they, quarter especially. They just like, hey, let's show them what you got, and then that's it. Let's lock you back up. All right, ready to get to the rankings? The Flex Fantasy Football Podcast 2018 Preseason Rankings Running Backs. All right, the top 30 2018 Preseason Running Back Rankings. Worm, who you got at 30? 30, I got Lamar Miller. So you think Lamar Miller is going to be start-worthy in 2018? For some time. For the last place team in the league, I guess. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah. If Lamar Miller's starting for somebody. Man, shitty. All right, number 30 for me, I got Marlon Mack for the Colts. I just like the upside there, the opportunity. I like the Andrew Luck's coming back. I think Luck is going to help that offense as a whole. Everyone on the offense takes a, a bump up for me. I know you got to see Andrew Luck throw the ball before you put any stock into any of that shit I just said. I know. I need to see him throw a football, man. I just I want to see it. I just need to see that motherfucker line up behind center and take some damn snaps. That's all I give a fuck about right now. That's all I care about. I just want to see him do something. As long as he's playing, I'm going to stand firm on the shit I'm saying. Number 29, who you got? 29, I got Marshawn Lynch. You think Lynch is going to beat out Doug Martin? Yeah. All right. Over under 10 touchdowns from Marshawn Lynch this year in that new John Gruden offense. Push. Okay. You? Uh, I'm going to go under. I'm going to say about eight touchdowns for uh, for Lynch. Number 29 for me, I got Chris Thompson for the Redskins. PPR leagues is going to be pretty dynamic, I think. I think he's going to get... I think as far as when it comes to receptions, receiving out of the backfield, I think he's going to be like Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey-esque, I should say. I think he's going to be Christian McCaffrey-esque. I think he's going to catch probably... Fucking damn it. I think he's probably going to catch around 70 passes. If he stays healthy, I think 70 catches, 800 yards is not out of the Roman possibility for him. I could see about six touchdowns. Go ahead and throw him in as RB29 for me. And how about 28? Who you got? Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack. All right, we hit on him. 28 for me. I got Deion Lewis. Deion Lewis, I think he's a very high ceiling. I'm sorry. I think I think Deion Lewis is a guy who has a very high floor. His ceiling isn't the greatest with Derrick Henry being there. But he's a guy who's going to be as consistent as they get in PPR leagues for sure. I think Deion Lewis is going to get you about 14 points a game in PPR leagues. 27, who you got? There's guys. I got Mark Ingram, who I think is going to finish right around RB27. He's going to miss four games with that suspension like we already hit on with Mark Ingram, but I think down the stretch, he's going to be pretty significant when it comes to your team producing the fantasy football playoffs in 2018. 26, who you got? Deion Lewis. All right, Lewis, we hit on 26 for me. I got Carlos Hyde for the Browns. I think Hyde's going to win that job. And like I've said in previous episodes, he's still a young guy. And that offense is going to play much better than they did last year with Tyrod Taylor or Baker Mayfield. I don't care who's playing quarterback. They're going to be okay. I like Hyde at 26. How about 25? Who you got? Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny? Mm-hmm. Penny scares me a little bit with the 
with the Seattle offensive line, but the opportunity is great there. Give me a stat line for Penny. 800 yards rushing and seven touchdowns. It's some, let me see how many receiving yards. Let's say about 300 receiving yards, maybe 30 catches. Okay. You know, you know it's funny. I'm like talking shit about Rashad Penny. It's not like I don't like him. Actually, I'm ranked higher than you do. I just, uh, I'm worried about the offensive line. A little worried about Chris Carson. I think Carson gets some play there. And J.D. McKissick, I think I think he's going to be the third down back there. I think C.J. Process is on the way out. I think Process is just... He looked so good his rookie year, too, didn't he? Oh, my God. He helped me win some couple game, a few games. What's that? C.J. Yeah. Process? Yeah, he helped me win a few games. In the yeah. little championship run I had in the Yahoo League. Yeah, he absolutely destroyed the Patriots in that one game his rookie year. Oh, my goodness. He was just on fire. And then he got hurt the very next week, I believe. Yeah, after that big play. Oh yeah, no, it might have so been that game. He, yeah, at least he went out with a big. He went out with a big play. Yeah, didn't leave right. you high and dry. You're right. Twenty five. I have Jarek McKinnon, who mm. I think he's gonna have a great opportunity in San Fran. They did try to beef up the offensive line there too in the NFL draft. I just don't like the way he runs the ball. I've always been high on Jarek McKinnon ever since he came in the league when he had that ridiculous spark score. Dude's an athletic freak. Dude, can, dude is great at catching the ball in the backfield. PPR leagues is going to be great for you. He's going to be, I'd say, a low uh, a low to mid-tier RB2. I just don't like his running style. And I'm also a little concerned about Joe, Joe Williams coming back from, from injury from last year. Me and you, got him. I'm totally opposite with him. What do you think about McKinnon? Oh, we'll get there when I get there. All right, we'll get there. Yeah, you're right. You're right. All right, 24, who you got? I got Aaron Jones at 24 right now. Okay. Uh, 24 for me. Well, how do you think Aaron Jones is going to do in Green Bay? I think if he gets the start, he's going to be isn't obviously finished better than 24, but we're not completely sure with Jamal Williams still. I'm pretty damn sure. Jamal Williams isn't going to do shit because Jamal Williams, I don't think he's very good. Tom Montgomery, like we've talked about before too, I think he's going to move back to wide receiver. Well, I think he's going to have kind of be like uh, just a versatile guy on offense. I think he's going to line up in the slot, play wide receiver. I think he's also going to line up on, uh, as a third down running back at times. But I'm with you on Aaron Jones. I, I love Aaron Jones, and you'll see where I got him yeah, soon. you know I do. Oh, I know you do too. Yeah, we're both on that Jones train, no doubt. 24, I got Rashad Penny. We already hit on him. 23, who you got? I got Derek Henry at 23. Okay. Yeah, we kind of touched on him a little bit, how they've never really unleashed the beast that is Derrick Henry. Dude's a yeah. friggin' monster. Uh, you know, I think he does go over a 1,000 rush yards, though. I can see that. Mm-hmm. And I know he can catch the ball a little bit. I just don't think he's going to... They're not going to need him to. But I think he's going to get about 1,000 yards rushing, right around 1,000. I think he'd get 10 touchdowns. I think he could. And that's why I have him ranked a little higher there. Uh... 23, I have Alex Collins for Baltimore. If he was a full-time guy, didn't have Kenneth Dixon kind of creeping up his ass, I'd probably have Collins a little bit higher based on last year's performance. But for that reason, I got him 23 outside. I got him at number 23 as an RB3. So 22, who you got? 22, I got my boy Ronald Jones. All right, I like Ronald Jones off from Tampa. You think he's going to win out the... You think he'll be the feature back week one for Tampa ahead of Peyton Barber? I agree with you. I think so, too. They're talking about size and stuff. Peyton Barber's small. Yeah, he is. And I like Peyton Barber a lot, but yeah. And for fantasy purposes, for dynasty league purposes that we're in, I would much rather have Peyton Barber be the guy, but I think it's going to be Ronald Jones. Dude's a beast from USC. Great size to him. Dude can run. I like him, that offense. That's a big kind of, that's kind of a smash mouth offense. That's kind of how they want to go. Yeah, they got a lot of big dudes in that offense, too, don't they? Yeah. 20. Yeah, they yeah, they do. 22 for me. I got Jay Ajayi for Philly. The Garrett Blunt's gone. I'm not worried about Corey Clement or Wendell Smallwood. They re-signed Darren Sproles. I'm not worried about him taking touches. I think it's Jay, the Jay Ajayi show up in Philly. Some weeks, like he was when he was a feature back in Miami, he's going to give you 200 yards, and the next week he'll give you like 35 yards. And for that reason, I'm going to put him at 22 here. I just don't like the inconsistency from him, and that's something that is pretty much a given when you have J.H.I. on your team. 21, who you got? Royce Freeman. 
All right, Royce Freeman, we touched on him a little bit. You like the opportunity in Denver. I'm a little scared about Freeman because he didn't impress. 21 for me, I got CJ Anderson. I know you're probably thinking I'm a little crazy on him. I just think that he's going to be productive. And like I said uh, previously, he's he had over 1,000 yards rushing. He just had three scores. And that was a terrible Denver offense, especially the second half of the season. I think with Cam Newton, Christian McCaffrey's going to work well with CJ there on the ground, taking the ground game. C.J. Anderson taking the running back pass game. I think it's going to work out pretty well for him there. Number 20, who you got? Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram, we hit on him. Yeah. 20 for me, I got Derrick Henry. Another guy we hit on. 19, who you got? Alex Collins. All right, Alex Collins we hit on. Number 19 for me, I got Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon, right now to me, is a low-end RB2 just for the fact that he's had some opportunity. I didn't really see a whole lot from him. He had a few, few big plays last year. But the way this dude was being sold, I mean, they were selling a bill. They were selling a bill of goods on him, like he was the next Le'Veon Bell or something, so next like dynamic superstar running back. Yeah, rookie last year, so I mean, yeah, he was only a rookie last year. I don't think he got a lot of touches. No, he didn't get a lot of touches per game. Uh, like we already talked about too, especially second half, fourth quarter. I just, I'm a little worried about him, but I think he's got the opportunity for so for that reason. To me, he's an RB two. Uh, number 18, who you got? 18, 18. I got uh, Shady. Wow, you got Shady that low. Boy it's, in his 30s. Yeah, you're right. He's, he's in his 30s in that Buffalo offense like we've talked about too. Not ideal. We'll see. Maybe they'll prove us wrong. You know, I just... It hasn't happened yet. When you're in your 30s, it all falls down. You're right. Definitely does. For me... I've got Sony Michelle, number eighteen. Mm-hmm. No, no Deion Lewis now. Rex Burkhead, as we've seen, cannot carry a workload. He's a, you know, handful of touches, handful of touches a game type of guy. They didn't bring anybody else except Jeremy Hill, and Jeremy Hill may not make the team now that Sony Michelle's there. Rex Burkhead's safe to make the team. James White, he's not going anywhere. I think Sony Michelle. I think he could get a thousand yards rushing. I think the ceiling for him in that offense is huge because he can catch the ball and he can run the ball and he's gonna have opportunity in that high powered offense. Sonny Michelle could be the steal of the draft in redraft twenty eighteen. I like Sonny Michelle, but I don't like him in that offense. Why not? Every feature running back in the offense has produced the last the last four years. Like Garrett Blunt two years ago had sixteen touchdowns, finished as an RB as a uh, high-end RB2. And he was in draft just like round 13 or 14 that year. Last season, you had Deion Lewis, who wasn't even drafted really because I, my, including including myself, I thought he was going to be, many including myself, thought Deion Lewis was going to be cut before cut-down day. And he wasn't. Teams were trying to trade for him because the Patriots were not using him the first six weeks of the season. And what does he do? He gets the role all of a sudden. He comes back and he just is killing him, man. Yeah, but it took six weeks to get there. Because he didn't play six weeks. Okay, so you got to. Yeah, that's because they were waste, fucking around. They were fucking around with Mike Gillisley. Just for to get somebody a future back. Well, they were fucking around with Mike Gillisley last last year, and uh, we all saw how that went down. Three touchdowns week one, maybe one touchdown the, the next fifteen games. Gillisley, I think, is gonna be cut. By the way, well, he's still in the roster. Well, they just kept running him only like third and fourth down, like short position, short, short runs last year. I seen a lot. Who? Gillisley. Yeah, they they only use him for yeah, like third and ones. Yeah, yeah short. so you know if he comes in the game, what they're gonna do? They're gonna try to run him the ball. So I mean, if I'm a defensive coordinator and I see that he's in the game, what are they gonna do? Run it. So that's Gilsley didn't he, second half of the season though. He didn't even see any, see the field at all hardly. No, he didn't even play most games. Like no, what do you even dress? Um, and you know, and I I was high on Gilsley last year too because how well he played in Buffalo behind Lashawn McCoy when McCoy went down. But yeah, yeah, two years ago, Mike Gilsley led the league in yards per carry. Over 100 carries. Crazy. Uh, all right. Enough on that. 17, who you got? Jay Ajayi. Okay. You got Jay Ajayi. We've hit on. I got Darius Geis. Hit on him. Yeah, we hit on him. Number 16, who you got? Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey is 16. Okay. I like it. Like we said earlier, I think he's. I think he's going to get over 80 catches. How do you think he does on the ground? I think better than last year. Yeah, 3.7 yards per carry for Christian McCaffrey. He's not really in between the tackles type of guy. 
but that's not where his where he makes his money either. Another guy that averaged about 15 points a game in fantasy last year. I don't see that changing. I like him right there. I like him as an RB2 for sure. 16, I got your boy, my boy, Aaron Jones. Like I said, I think he's going to be... Ooh, I like that you got him up there. I think he's going to be a hell of a running back this year. Another guy I think that could steal a lot of championships and fantasy drafts for those who draft him late. 15, who you got? 15, I got Kenyon Drake at 15. Uh-huh, same here, man. <laughs> same here. Kenyon Drake, 15. I'm a little worried about Frank Gore, like I said. Kalen Balaj maybe taking some goal line stuff away from him. But Kenyon Drake, I think, is most talented running back there. I think they're going to use him that way. I don't think Kalen Balaj takes any goal line touches like that. Not a rookie. Okay, yeah, he could be right. It could be Frank Gore that does it. <sighs> I don't know. I'm just not sure they're going to use uh, that they're going to use Drake when they get inside the 10. I think he's in, more in between the 20s type of dude. I don't know. I like him. I like him too, though. I like him a lot. All right, number 14, who you got? Joe Mixon. All right, Mixon, we hit on. I got Devontae Freeman at 14. Now, recent history suggests the Atlanta Falcons are going to turn it around this year because they were that's how the that's how the NFC South goes. On all the teams are on one year and, and they the fall next. off a cliff the next, and then they go back up and they come back down. It's like somebody uh having like some crazy ass blood pressure, man, just up and down, up and down, up and down. I'm not I've never been a big Freeman guy. I think he's still a little overrated based on that one really big season he had a few years ago. And he wasn't all that great last year. No. He's had concussion problems. He is. And he's a smaller dude. Uh, Number 13, who you got? I got Dalvin Cook at 13. Yeah, Dalvin Cook at 13. Okay. I got Christian McCaffrey at 13. So Dalvin Cook, how do you think he's going to flourish there with Kirk Cousins being in that offense? I think he's gonna pick up where he left off last year. Do you think Latavius Murray is gonna take gonna steal some of his carries there? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I agree. But I, I do like Cook a lot. I'll touch on him briefly here in a minute. Number twelve, who you got? Sure, I got Devontae Freeman at twelve. Devontae Freeman, okay. I got LaShawn McCoy at twelve. We hit on him. I just think McCoy, I think they're gonna have to for the lack of receiving options they have in Buffalo, I, I would not be surprised if he gets about 60, 70 catches either just because they're going to be dumping it off, I would assume, whether it's Josh Allen or Adrian McCarron by the time it's all said and done week one. All right, number 11, who you got? Number 11, I got Jerry McKinnon. All right, McKinnon. Wow, that's, that's pretty damn high for McKinnon. You believe in his... Uh... Hey, he told you, I told the officer with you. Yeah, but yeah, you know what? Kyle Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan's offense is all you got to say. Look what he did with um, Freeman three years ago. Yeah. Hey, he said he's, he's going to be the Freeman of the um, the backfield. He so. definitely could be. Sim- similarly built, similar similar style players. I think Freeman a little more stocky. You might be right. But yeah, no, I could see it happen. I could see it happen. Uh, for me, I got Dalvin Cook at 11. And yeah, I just think that... Um, I think he's going to thrive off 15, 20 touches a game. I think it's all he needs, 15 to 20 touches a game. I think it's all Dalvin Cook needs to be productive in that offense. And with Kirk Cousins there, I think it's just going to open everything up for him. All right, number 10, who you got? Top 10. Melvin Gordon. Same here. Same here. Do you think Melvin Gordon stays healthy all season? Probably not. Yeah, that that always worries, worries me about Melvin Gordon. That and the fact that he can look really good some games and not so good other games as well, you know? Yeah. But the fact that for a dude his size, he does catch the ball pretty well, and that kind of picks up for his bad rush, rushing days. Yeah, I like Melvin Gordon there at 10. I think he's going to be okay. I think he's fine. Number nine, who you got? Number nine, I have Jordan Howard. Okay. So I'm definitely a little higher on Howard than than uh, than you on this one. Uh, Jordan Howard. Mm. You know, like I've said, I think Jordan Howard's going to thrive in that Chicago Bears offense under new head coach Matt Nagy. They got Mitch Trubisky coming back. Uh, Mitch Trubisky, another year of him. I think Nagy's going to help his development. And I think Jordan Howard is going to be... I think he's going to be 
Le'Veon Bell-esque a little bit. He's going to be like a poor man, mm. a poorer man's Le'Veon Bell because I think Jordan Howard's going to get – I think he's going to catch 50, 45, 50 passes, 500 yards receiving. Give me 1,200 yards on the ground, 1,700 total yards. That's why I go for, for Jordan Howard. For me at nine, I got Leonard Fournette. That'd be nice. I mean, Jordan Howard and Alvin Kamara are both in. Both like, okay, okay, stop. Oh, you got Howard and Kamara in Dynasty, don't you? Uh-huh. Like, and Aaron Jones. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. And I got, in Dynasty League, just real quick, I got Kenyon Drake. I've got uh, David Johnson, Kareem Hunt. So, yeah, no, that'd be interesting. I'll keep forgetting about you have David Johnson because of last yeah, because he didn't play last year. Still made the championship game without Dave, DJ. Oh, I got Melvin Gordon too, but I'm trying to shop his ass. Oh, I, thought you, I thought you traded him, or you traded for him. I'm trying to, no, I'm trying to trade Melvin Gordon, trade him away now. But yeah, no, I traded for him last year. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, let's see, number. Oh yeah, nine. I got Leonard Fournette. So Fournette, you know, he's uh, talented. I think he's stable. I just think there are better options there. I think TJ Yeldon's going to have more of a role on third downs, as we saw late in the season. So do I. I was thinking that too. I think TJ Yeldon yep. will have, have. Isn't I think it'd be um some weeks you probably play him in the flex PPR. Yep. Yep. I agree. Number eight, who you got? Eight. I got Kareem Hunt. Same here, Kareem Hunt. And we hit on him earlier in the NFL news, and we pretty much just said that uh, he's lo- working on his catching game which was already pretty solid. I was just working to improve it. Going to line up in the slot as well. Yeah, I think big things are in store for Hunt, though. I don't think his, his rushing game is going to be what it was last year. He had some boom weeks the first five, six weeks of the season. All oh, those first five, six weeks were amazing, whoever had him. Yeah, and... That's about week one, about the 50 piece. Yeah. But it may balance out too this year. I think he's going to finish with around roughly the same, close to twelve hundred yards. But I think it's going to be more. I think it's going to be more consistent this year. I'll say that. I don't think it's going to be so. I don't yeah. think he's going to fall off the face of the earth in the middle of the season like he did last year. No, and I don't yeah. think he's going to have as big of a boom he did either. But he's going to be more consistent, like you said. Exactly. I think you're going to get, let's say, sixteen points a game. Yeah, that'd be nice. Would be. Number seven, who you got? Seven, I have Fournette at seven. Okay, Fournette, we hit on. I got Saquon Barkley at seven. Okay. Yep. Like the situation he's going there, he's going to be the prime time, full time feature guy there. He's got a hell, hell of a slew of weapons around him with Odell Beckham. You got Sterling Shepard coming back, Evan Ingram, another year. Eli Manning, I've been high on him this offseason. I just think Saquon's. Just, I think he's going to produce. I think he's going to have a hell of a year. I really like Saquon Barkley a lot. Yeah. yeah. Number six, who you got? Saquon. Saquon. All right. Yeah, we just hit on six. I got Jordan Howard, another guy we hit on. Mm. Here we go. Number five, who you got? Alvin Kamara. Okay. Alvin Kamara. No Mark Ingram, first four weeks. I think he could definitely seize the opportunity there to, like you said earlier, be the primary or the guy that has the majority of the work when Ingram returns. I think I think you're right on that. I think he will. And is that who you got at five too? Nope. I got Le'Veon Bell at five. Oh, never mind. Yeah. I got Le'Veon Bell at five. Le'Veon Bell is still gonna be a top five running back right now, anyway, just for the fact alone that he's gonna catch probably about 80, 85 passes, maybe even 90 passes, because I think Pittsburgh's defense is so bad they're gonna be behind in a lot of games. I think Bell's definitely going to get that many catches. I do not like him in standard leagues because, as we saw, his running game took a huge hit, huge hit last year. Average a career low in rushing yards. Did not have these big breakaway runs like we're accustomed to seeing him in the past. He just had a, a lot of career lows when it came in the running game. And he's still not training with the team this offseason. Doesn't plan to be. He hasn't trained with the team for like, like past three, four years. But he's not going to be participating in anything. He hasn't, uh, he hasn't anything. been in previous years. Well, like yeah, just last year. He was the first year he didn't. And look how it worked out for him. Career lows and all of his rushing categories, what saved his ass was the catching ability. And if you remember the first few weeks of the season, he looked shitty. And 
Remember, some people, I don't know if you remember this, because it kind of gets, gets forgotten, kind of swept under the rug when you look at his overall numbers and what he did after the first four weeks of the season. But the first four weeks last year, go back and look at the numbers. He was not very good those first four weeks. He's playing the first four weeks. He's always suspended or injured. Yes, that's also true. <laughs> also true. Number four, who you got? Number four, I have Zeke. All right, number four for me, I got Alvin Kamara. So you got Zeke at four. Give me a stat line on Zeke. Say 1,500 yards rushing. Let's say about 400 receiving. Around 15 touchdowns. Damn, you got this motherfucker with crazy ass numbers, almost eclipsing 2,000 total yards, and he's your fucking RB4. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. I mean, you got some Hall of Fame seasons here, uh, I take it, running backs. Damn, for Zeke, I would say about 1,400 rush yards. I'm going to say about 500 receiving yards. So, yeah, he's no, right I guess. with me. What are you talking I'm about? Right there with you. Yeah, but I got a. <laughs> But I got Zeke higher than you, though. And I want to say about 14 touchdowns. So I'm right there with you. But I got him a lot higher than four. I don't have to, so many guys uh, doing the, some of this shit that... Um, so I, what do you have David Johnson going for? Like 2,000 yards rushing and like 1,800 receiving or some shit? Who? What you got in that coffee cup? Coffee. Some Baileys in there? <laughs> yeah. All right. So you have Zeke at four. Zeke at four. I can't wait to hear what you got at number three, two, and one. What, who you got at three? I think I got Bill. All right, Le'Veon Bell, we hit on. So, what do you got for Le'Veon Bell? You got like twenty four hundred yards rushing for him. Twenty four hundred yards rushing. You not? What are you? You're not listening, man. I'm fucking with you. I hear you. All right, what do you? All right, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> all right, you got Le'Veon Bell at three. I got Le'Veon Bell thirteen hundred yards rushing, about six hundred receiving, and he's got a lot of catches. I think PPR is going to make his money. Like you said, 90 catches, 90 catches. That's 90 points right there. I think he's going to just have just over 1,000 yards rushing. I don't think he's going to even get to 1,100 this year. But yeah, okay. Uh, three for me, I got David Johnson. David Johnson, like him a lot. I think they're going to, like I said, they're going to revolve everything on that offense around him. Him and Larry Fitzgerald. I think he's going to make that offense work. And I know he wants to be a 1,000, 1,000 guy. I don't see that happening. But I could definitely see 1,200 rush yards, maybe 900 receiving. I think he's going to get close. He's been close before. He's going to get about 17 touchdowns. Two, who you got? Gurley. Gurley. I got Gurley at two as well. Gurley, high-powered offense. What's not to like? They're going to get in close. He's going to score touchdowns. He's going to get yardage. Receiving, rushing. Can't go wrong with Gurley. Number one, who you got? Only one guy left. David Johnson, right? That's right. Okay. Thousand thousand club. You think he's gonna make the thousand thousand? Yeah. I would love it if he did. I love David Johnson. He's my favorite running back in the NFL. Number one for me, I got Ezekiel Elliott. The wide receiver play in Dallas, I think is gonna be so poor that they're gonna utilize Ezekiel Elliott in the passing game. I think Elliott is gonna catch so many dump offs when Dak goes back to throw. I want to, man, I, I really think, yeah, I really think that Ezekiel Elliott's going to get over 60 catches this year because it's going to be so bad, so bad. 60 is a lot. But yeah, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to go 60. Hmm. All right, so that's the 2018 preseason fantasy football running back rankings. Ready to get some mailbag real quick? Let's do it. Mailbag. Can we talk about the mail, please? I'm dying to talk about the mail all day. They've been asking for their mail on a daily basis. Barney, give this guy a cigarette. He's freaking out. Who? Barney. Who the hell is Barney? You don't see Barney. Oh, shit. What the hell are you? You've lost your damn mind. Number one. Is LeGarrette Blunt worth a late round draft pick? Scott in Lansing, Michigan. No. Standard leagues, I would take a flyer, maybe around 15 or something. But that's it. That's it, yeah. I'm not really crazy about the Garrett Blunt there. Next one. Elijah McGuire is available in the free agent pool in my dynasty league. Is he worth an add? What do you think his fantasy value is this year? Ryan in Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. <laughs> his fantasy value this year is right on the waiver wire. Yeah, he's not worth drafting. 
I wouldn't even bother wasting a roster spot for him in Dynasty. I don't think he's ever going to pan out to anything. I'm not crazy about him. No. I'm not touching him. No, I'm not even looking at him. Yeah, same here. Next one. Who should I keep out of these? Leonard Fournette, Jarek McKinnon, Dalvin Cook, or Juju Smith-Schuster? Full point PPR league, Adam in Staten Island, New York. You know, I think it's a toss-up between Fournette and Cook. I, the other two guys I wouldn't even bother with. Hmm. All right, well, I'm going to say it's a toss-up between Fournette and Cook. You'd be the tiebreaker. Fournette? For sure. Keep one. All right, Fournette. There Fournette, you go. For sure, man. You, you just said you're talking about Cook only getting like 15 touches a game. I think it's all he needs in PPR. Jamal Charles had 1,500 yards rushing one year, and he averaged like 17 touches a game. Been a lot of guys like that. Not many running backs get more than 20 carries. You know that, right? Or 20 touches, no less. Other than Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson, like a handful of guys, nobody gets really more than 15 to 20. And with Latavius Murray, there, there's no way. There's only so many fucking plays you can run on an offense. Okay. Last one here for this one. Have you, have you ever been embarrassed in public, Mike, in Riverside, California? Yeah, who hasn't been embarrassed in public? I don't think I've been. No. Have I been? You know something what I don't you know? You're going to be when you get rid of that dress. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's coming up soon, man. <laughs> oh, shit. We're in the summertime. Damn, that is coming up soon. <laughs> Fuck, we're almost in June. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be... That's going to be pretty bad. Damn. You've never fallen in public before? Fallen in public? No. No. I have. I've tripped over one time. Oh, yeah. I remember you mentioning that before in the past. Yeah, about falling over. Uh... Embarrassed in public. You never like went to out to eat and somebody did like the little birthday thing on you. No. 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 What happened? Birthday? What? No. You. Let's say you. You know, like okay, when you go to a restaurant, some people tell them it's your birthday. Uh huh. And they go. Everybody comes up and starts singing to you. Uh, uh maybe when I was a kid, maybe. But that, that didn't. That wouldn't embarrass me as a kid, though. Uh-oh. Not uh, as a kid, but I thought as like an adult. I don't like it as an adult. Like. Oh no, I haven't. I haven't had that. No. Have you? Yeah. Who did that, Jeff? Jeff. He set that up for you? Yeah. <laughs> Where do you take you to fucking friendlies? <laughs> nah, Chucky Chuck E. Cheese? It was an Outback. Oh, an Outback? Okay. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that's not bad. Hmm. Embarrassed in public. Oh, oh, fuck. No, I have been embarrassed in public. Yeah, in the breakers thing, right? Yeah. The bare <laughs> ass. The the uh, the ass blowout. <laughs> the ass blowout by far, man. I don't know how the hell I forgot about that. That slipped my mind. Damn. Yeah, no, that was definitely the most embarrassing moment uh, ever in public. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Anything you want to say before we got here? I feel sorry for LeBron. Why do you feel sorry for him? He f- freaking won. Because he's going to go there and probably get swept. And before we got here, listen to the latest sports show on the FantasySportsStudios.com list of programs. The Sports Spin featuring Kevin Casey and Vince Brown, two guys who have been nationally syndicated radio personalities for a long time. If you're looking for sports news with a twist and a unique spin on the sports stories of the week, check out The Sports Spin. Available on every major broadcasting platform. Check out fantasysportstudios.com. All right, man. We'll talk to you guys next week. We're going to release the 2018 Fantasy Football Wide Receiver Rankings. Till then, see ya! Later. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Flex. Subscribe on iTunes and Google Play Music. Visit FantasySportsStudios.com to get your fantasy sports fix and interact with the show. Email the show at TheFlex at FantasySportsStudios.com.